is Mary Lindo. I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast today. And my prayer is that you will be inspired, challenged, and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. Sit back now with a cup of tea or your favorite coffee and listen to what the Lord has to say to us today. I'd like to greet you today in the name of Jesus. And I'm excited to share this podcast with you. It's really something that um, I've been sitting on for a little bit, and today the Lord just gave me such a wonderful indicator that it was time to share. Those who have been through a true and evident breaking are called to a new reformation, a spiritual revolution that will shake the very substance of what they have experienced in the past. The Lord wants you to know that He is calling you out of the place of worry, fretting, and exhaustion. He wants to reform in you a fresh commitment and a greater depth of mercy that you have not yet tasted from former wineskins. He has been doing a very deep work within the interior of your being. He has been dealing with you in private personal choices and practices. He has been calling you to a level of personal consecration in areas that at one time didn't bother you at all. He is also separating you from some affiliations and movements that have begun to manipulate the power of the anointing for personal gain and glory and have left behind the character education of a pure and honorable heart. This is actually the Lord doing you a great divine favor there is going to be a very real and public exposure of some of the people you have related to in past movements, much like a repeat of Ananias and Sapphira. There is a masked financial greediness and manipulation that has begun to bring the loving hand of judgment from the Lord to those who have become toxic in the belief that they deserve more because they assume that they are anointed more than others. These people are more interested in impartation rather than instruction and wise counsel and willing accountability. There is a publicizing of the super-apostle that is drawing in those who long to be mentored and fathered on the deception of receiving impartation without first being trained in the price of what this calling will cost. The Lord is calling you out from among them into a free and open place. He is asking you to protect your families and to trust Him to bring you into a fresh newness in the calling that He has placed within you. The days of barely surviving to make ends meet are going to end. That is, if you make this step of removing yourself from the last leashes of identifying with past affiliations and moves. The Lord is calling you into a place of Davidic favor where you will receive fresh oil upon your head and a final assignment for the next phase of His glory in the earth. You are called to be a reformer, not just a reporter of the things of God. The Spirit of God is laboring and turning inside of your inner man to deliver you to a place of joy, something that many have not experienced in a long time. The Lord is shouting to you, You are a father. You are a mother. You are my vessel. The days of passivity are over for the rising company of apostolic fathers and mothers 
now ever so slightly beginning to emerge from the caves of hiddenness. You are now experiencing the blazing upheaval of a spiritual reformation in all that you wrestle with and in every arena of your life. The fire sent from heaven's refining furnace changes the very environment of the spiritual revolution. It's an illumination, and it is lit to be a purifying fire. A fire is intended and planned by God to bring new life. So does a spiritual revolution. Fire devastates, and so does a cross-focused revolution. The fire of the Lord does not allow itself to be trapped and controlled. A spiritual revolution is held in God's hands, and restoration fire must be tended to and protected from abuse. Man must take his hands off its development, but must stay with it to protect it and to fan its sparks and to keep the embers red hot. The atmosphere of the spiritual revolution brings with it the questioning and testing of our secret aspirations. It brings out our best and breaks up and exposes our worst. A spiritual revolution is like a refiner's fire. It cleanses, it sheds light, and it brings integrity and separation. It restores and brings everlasting and indestructible values. 1 Kings 8, 38-39 says, You listen when anyone in Israel truly feels sorry and sincerely praises with arms lifted towards her temple. You know what is in everyone's heart, so from your home in heaven you answered their prayers according to the way they live and what is in their hearts. A heaven-ignited reformation fire is like hell to the stubborn and ego-driven, and it certainly burns the love of God into every devoted person. It is without a doubt the situation that happens when inside of us there is a personal reformation of a softened and melted heart, remodeled for the sake of the softening and melting the hearts of others. Malachi 3.3 says he will sit and judge like a refiner of silver, watching closely as the dross is burned away. He will purify the Levites, refining them like gold or silver, so that they may once again offer acceptable sacrifices to the Lord. You see, a fresh move of God needs a man or a woman to stand in the midst of all that is rupturing and crumbling. A revolution of the Spirit will need people purified from the need to be publicly validated or honored to finally begin. Moves of God are remembered and documented in the earth by its men and women, those who have the nerve to stand in the place or gap of change, those who will not allow the fresh streams of promise from heaven to be muddied with religious buzzwords or glamorous advertisements. Reformation and revolution of the Spirit must come God's way, according to God's point of view and intention, but they first must begin in a man's heart where God does his deepest works. Ezekiel 22.30 says, I looked for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it. You see, a man or woman synchronized with the heart of the Lord and a leader of the ever-increasing kingdom, a man or a woman who is devoted and set apart to be poured out with the heavenly measuring cup, a man or woman who understands this driving force 
and who also has the hell-fearing power of humility and welcomes whatever position God has adapted and called them to, according to the Lord's own measure of allowed influence and assignments to lead or instruct others. 1 Samuel 2.35 says, I will raise up for myself a faithful priest who will do according to what is in my heart and mind. I will firmly establish his house, and he will minister before my anointed one always. This kind of spiritual reformation will only take place if such a man or woman is trained through the weathering of life's storms, learning to stand, and to stand without giving in to the pressures that taunt and attempt to wear them down. A revolution and a brand new clarity for being devoted to heavenly causes will swiftly be ushered in when the people of God are brought back to a holy reverence over the price to be paid in prayer and personal sacrifice on every level with the willingness to pay the price for the precious move forward to actually happen. Psalm 73, 23-26 says, Yet I am with you always. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? There is nothing I desire beside you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. You see, the world sees strength in the actions that man takes to achieve personal success and the size of his portfolio, his belongings and affiliations. Christian, beware. In the hearts of those called to a spiritual reformation, it is known that actual strength lies in quietness and in the intentional policy of surrendering power in order to be empowered. May we be found in this hour of extremes and shaking to be men and women who value the treasure of a life trained and prepared in the God-appointed caves of weeping and solitude. Out of these clefts in the rock, there will come forward a company of saints with the scent of heaven's fire still on their garments of worship. Look for the fruit of mercy in their hearts and the evidence of a blessed and humble peace upon their faces. These are the sons and daughters of the divinely orchestrated spiritual revolution. They will be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord, and you will be called sought after, the city no longer deserted. Isaiah 62, 12. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, all that can be shaken will be shaken. Your word says this. And Lord, the world is not only shaking physically with earthquakes, but the earth is shaking emotionally, socially, financially, spiritually, relationally, politically. And we come to you individually right now, and we say to you, Lord, we fix our eyes upon you. Lord, we need to be in that place with you that gives us clarity as to what we are individually prepared and called for. Lord, we apologize to you for following after men and staying comfortable with what seems to be the trend rather than pushing onward to that place of solitude with you where you are allowed to deal with us individually with our own secret ambitions. Father, I just ask though that those that are listening would hear the voice of the Spirit 
in this message, that they would understand that the struggles and the hardships are not punishment, nor are they to worry about the fact have they missed you, but Father, that you are in fact building muscle in the weakened areas of their lives spiritually. Father, I pray for those that struggle with problems with addictions, with too much computer, too much television, too much food, not enough food, or whatever it is, Lord. I ask that you would arrest those situations in their lives, that you would bring that refining fire and set them free from the things that cause them to feel condemned and also, Lord, that cause them to feel like they're going to miss out. Father, we fix our eyes upon you. We thank you that you will speak, that we will hear. And Lord, through your grace and your strength and your humility flowing through our lives, we will act according to the way you would have us act in order to be a part of this great manifestation and move of your spirit. Lord, we will not fear man nor the consequences, for we know that, Lord, there were those that stood in the fiery furnace, the three young men. Though the fire was kindled, you walked around in the fire with them, and they were no longer bound. They may have been in the midst of a furnace, but they were with you, so they were safe. Lord, out of that came a great move of your Spirit. Lord, we ask that you would do a work in our hearts and create in us a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within us. Cast us not away from your presence or the move that you have coming, Lord. We just stand before you with our arms wide open, our eyes wide open, our hearts wide open for you to do the work in us that causes us to be more concerned about you and what you want rather than about what people think and what we want. We honor you. We worship you. We bow before you. You, the God that is sovereign over all. And we thank you that we are called sons and daughters of a heavenly revolution. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd love you to share this word with your friends, those that are maybe going through a difficult time and feel displaced in the body of Christ. I hope it'll be an encouragement to them and also a challenge for them to get quiet and get alone with God. I thank you for listening today. And if you're looking for more resources, you can always go to my website at www.marylindo.com and you can find all kinds of other podcasts there for you to read, as well as resources for help if you need prayer. I bless you today in Jesus' name, and I'll say goodbye for now.